Welcome to the Rotary Runback. I'm your host, Jeff Rohn, and I have a great interview for you guys today with Charlie Gabowski. He is a senior guard for Royal Oaks High School out in Mich- Michigan, and I'm happy to bring to you an RI Sports Focus podcast where we deep dive into our local high school, college, and athletic programs across our great state of Rhode Island. Here we go. Welcome to the Rudy Runback, episode 102, and we're back after a long weekend. I hope you guys enjoyed your Memorial Day weekend, and I have a great episode for you guys today with Senior Guard for Royal Oaks High School out in uh, Michigan with Charlie Grabowski. He's a Senior Guard for their boys basketball team. A great interview with Charlie, just a great kid. You know, he's going to do some great things for, uh, you know, for playing basketball and what he's going to become because he's he works hard and wants to become a you know a great basketball player and has some great goals ahead of him and I'm looking forward to seeing what he does. Also, he's committed to Finlandia University, so just a great interview, guys. We definitely hear it. Um, just speaking to with Charlie, just a well-spoken young man and bright future ahead of him. But before we get into that interview with Charlie, remember you guys can watch today's episode on YouTube by searching Rory Runback. Remember hit that like, share, and subscribe button. And also check us out on any podcast platform or what you're listening to currently. Just remember that like, share, and subscribe button there too as well. We greatly appreciate it. Now for our interview with Charlie. All right. Welcome to today's show. We're going all the way out to Michigan this time now uh, as the Rhodey Runback keeps expanding our brand. And I'm very excited to have a very special guest. He is Charlie Garbowski. He's a senior guard for Royal Royal Oak High School Boys Basketball Team. Charlie, how are you doing, man? I'm I'm good. How about you? I'm doing well. How's uh How's everything out in uh, Michigan? What's it like out there with COVID for all the listeners? We're just kind of curious. I mean, it seems like everyone things are starting to open back up. What's going on out there? Uh, so we were one of the we were one of the worst states. So we were we didn't start our basketball season until January, January, February. So we had a little shortened two month season. Uh. But everything now is starting to open back up. Um, if you, you know, everything, you don't have to wear a mask under 100 people outside and uh, don't have to, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask indoors, depending on the establishment. Uh, but everything's looking better than it was a couple months ago. I can definitely say that from what I, from what I can understand. So... That's good. Yeah, it seems like things are taking a turn for the best. And it was the same here in Rhode Island. We also had a short season here. We did, I think we started in mid-January, late January, and then finished up in like early March uh, with finals and everything as well compared. But before we get to basketball, I got to ask, are you a Michigan State guy or a Michigan guy? Uh, Michigan State. Michigan Cassius, State? Cassius Winston. Yeah, Cassius Winston all the way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. What do you think about that? I mean, uh, do you think they're going to have like, do you like them for football too? Oh uh, yeah, every sport doesn't matter. Just don't like Michigan. So <laughs> what's the what's the rivalry like? Like what's that like in the in the state? It's it's actually it's crazy because I have firsthand experience because I have a cousin that two cousins that live together that one goes to state and one goes to Michigan. Oh, so I I can feel that it's it's a crazy rivalry. Uh, 
definitely like one of the games circled like as a fan we may not win a game all year in football as long as we beat Michigan that's a successful season for us that's type of like it's it's intense here that sounds like something I've heard before on the other side of Michigan. I think, uh, you know, everyone, I think but with Michigan, it's like beat Michigan State and I think it's beat Ohio State. But uh, yeah, with Michigan State, it's uh, it's definitely an interesting rivalry. I definitely want to catch a game for football and for basketball out there. I'm sure, I'm sure it's a lot of fun. Yeah, very, very intense. Uh, I know Michigan had a, Michigan State had a little letdown year in basketball, but we went, we split the season series with Michigan and it's still very intense no matter what the records are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think, uh, you know, Michigan State, too, is one of those teams, even when they're I think they were playing team this year, but it's one of those teams you can't count out because of Coach Izzo for basketball. For sure. For sure. Coach Izzo is a magician with what he does, but we got some got a nice recruiting class this year. So hopefully we'll final four bound. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll check it out. Hopefully we'll see what happens with them. But all right. So now I want to get into your basketball. I was just curious about that. Uh, just for being out in the, in the Michigan area. But I want to know, how did you get into basketball? What what really drove your passion for basketball? Uh, so I was, I, I'm a late bloomer in basketball. I started playing 13, 12, 13. Uh, that's when I really started playing. But at first, uh, it was just playing, playing outside with uh, my friends. Uh, just, uh, just playing pickup on the street, you know, playing. 21 stuff like that uh then I realized that I wanted I had nothing to do in the winter because I before I was a football and baseball player those are my my sports so I was like I had nothing to do in the winter, why not play basketball uh so that's where me playing basketball started uh I didn't start realizing that I wanted to play basketball like in college and professional until I was about sophomore year in co- or high school uh so what drives me is just uh just wanted to be like good, being great. Uh, just being late bloomer. I know I have to work harder than right now than most people do, but just wanting to be the best at at everything I do is what how I go through life is just being the best at whatever I do. Uh, so that's what kind of drives me uh, to play basketball. That's that's awesome. That and it's great that drives your passion. It's it's something to say too for being a late bloomer. I mean, you are playing at the next level. You're playing college basketball, which is amazing. This is something about you, about your hard work and dedication, which we'll get into that a little bit later down the line. But, you know, were you saying you're paying, playing pickup with friends and stuff like that, like, and like that generating that passion and how it make you want to work harder. Was there also like a player or someone too that you watched as well too, that like really make like a watching any team that made you really into it as well too? Uh, uh, watching Kobe, Kobe uh, at the, at the end of his career, uh, watching Steph Curry, how he changed the game with his shooting ability. Those are probably the two players that I that made me want to play uh, basketball. Uh, Kobe, uh, the, the way he handled basketball, the way he worked out, the way he carried himself on and off the court. You never heard anything bad about him, uh, but you all 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 you hear is stories about how Kobe was in the gym three hours before the game. And some player shows up two and a half hours before the game, and he's already in a full sweat. Uh, and just the way Steph Curry also handles himself on and off the court, and the way he uh, changed the game with his shooting ability, brought something new to the game, extending range, uh, changed his generation for sure. And those are probably two reasons why 
I play basketball right there. Yeah, those those are some really good two good reasons why I play basketball. Now, can you shoot it like Steph that deep three? Uh, I have the range. Uh, now just the consistency. Definitely, I'm I'm getting there. So oh, that's great. That's awesome. Hey, getting there is a part of the process. It's part of the growing yeah. of the sport and everything like that. Um, what's some of the things too for being like a late boomer? What was it like trying out for high school and playing high school ball? Like, what was that like? Uh, so trying out for high school was, uh, it was, a, it's, a it was, it wasn't hard because, uh, I'm just like so naturally athletic and you know, everything, it came to me easy, but I wasn't, uh, like the, I was, wasn't the best. It was so I made a freshman team. I don't know if you guys have that on Rhode Island, but we have a little freshman team. I made that. And then uh, sophomore year, uh, I was the JV team captain, uh, starter and all that um but it's just it was just working out for me just constantly playing basketball uh especially freshman year we had a lot of practice at seven to nine at night and so I uh just stayed it just stayed after school by choice uh to just keep working shooting around working on skills with uh my coach my uh, watching the varsity practice uh just little stuff like that that helped me get better over time and then when sophomore year started so I really start to understand the concept of working out uh lifting just stuff like that so but it just really all came to me naturally uh at first but eventually started working out and got better so yeah that's great that's everything else started clicking it sounds like the natural athlete was there and then it's just more the understanding the concept of practicing and working out and developing those skills a little bit more as well too and now through your freshman to junior year is there a game or anything that really sticks out to you that like that was a lot of fun and that like you enjoyed the most uh i'd say junior end of junior year uh, playoff game uh was probably one of my favorite games uh because uh my junior year first year on varsity had a little struggled a little bit I uh, went from starter as a junior on varsity, then, you know, didn't play, didn't play for the middle part of the season then started earning my minutes back up again to being a starter for the playoff game. And so just junior year having going through that struggling mid season, but being able to come back to the playoff game and being one of the leading scorers in the game. Uh, so that I think that's my favorite game because that just shows me like how, how hard if I work. I can continue to go up and it was amazing to be a leading scorer in a high school playoff game too. Yeah. What's the atmosphere like too playing in that playoff in that playoff game and you know doing what you're doing, score being a leading scorer and everything. How how crazy was the crowd? Or was it like hot where you were playing away? Uh it was we were playing away, but uh we have like we were playing our district was with a bunch of Detroit schools. And so they have they have crazy atmosphere there. Uh, just kids being there, it was loud, and you know, they might not have the biggest crowd, but it will be loud if you play there. So, it was just amazing to play behind, almost like it was a home game, but for the other team, because uh, we played the host of the tournament of the playoffs. So, it was just amazing to go in there and uh, hush the crowd a little bit. You know, just felt good to make them be like, "Who is this kid?" You know, just like. It was amazing to do that. 
For that's sure. awesome. Yeah, I'm sure that's got to be a lot of fun. I'm sure it's always fun to be going to another place so you can kind of silence the crowd a little bit and keep keep them down. Yeah, for sure. It's love it. That's awesome. And um, when this, when COVID hits and everything like that, with the uncertainty of like, you know, possibly not having a season because like you said, Michigan wasn't doing that well with uh, the COVID numbers and everything like that. What was running through your mind? What were you doing in the off season, the extended off season exactly for COVID, like to keep yourself ready to go? Uh, so when, so we ended uh, junior year after the playoff game, cause we, we lost the playoff game, but it was the day after that everything shut down. So at first I really took COVID as an advantage to work out, I'd work out two, three times a day with school being all kinds of weird, all kinds of weird hours. So I just worked out two, three times a day. Uh, had did some dumbbell uh, workouts uh, in my room outside uh, running. And then once uh, did that for about till the end of April, May, end of May, June time. And then I really just had to figure out what I was going to do for my recruitment process going into the summer because I had never played AAU before and I had uncertainty of high school so I thought the next best decision and area of possibly paying college being play AAU so I looked, did some research I talked to some friends that I know and I uh, tried out for an AAU team and made it so we started about mid-July or mid-June and then had tournaments all the way through July and a little bit into August so that really helped my recruiting process just to get film uh, just to keep playing and uh, against better competition too and then so uh, I had football season we were able to play football uh, so I was able to do that stay in shape and then continue work out in my own time and then going into the season with the uncertainty of it being, you know, flu season with uh, winter, the winter and fall switch. Uh, but I did a lot of private runs uh, with good competition with other kids playing college basketball through uh, a different AAU team that I uh, played against. And my friend knows the coach, the founder, the coach of that team. So I did a lot of stuff through them. Uh, just that, just playing and working out, keeping myself active just waiting for the chance to come back. And then eventually we started practicing, uh, no contract practices, and eventually we got to play again. So a lot of, just a lot of uh, playing against better competition for me, that's what I did. That's awesome. And now when you, when you play against better competition and you get into those games at the senior year, do you feel like the game slowed down for you a little bit? Yeah, the game definitely, the game definitely slowed down. It was a lot easier for me my senior year obviously having experience uh, on varsity uh, at the end of my sophomore year, getting pulled up for playoffs and then junior year. But playing against uh, kids in AAU definitely slowed down the game because AAU is not like your high school game. It's fast-paced. It's all it's really fast-paced, just like a college game, almost like you're shooting with a shot clock, but you're not. So, But that definitely helped me slow down the high game in high school uh, for me to – better my IQ and better my playmaking uh, as being a point guard uh, definitely helped a lot with uh, slowing down the game, uh, being able to make the right decisions at the right time. So I felt like it was a big help playing AAU with recruiting, with getting better skill-wise and 
understanding the game of basketball too at a faster pace. So when we got into the slower games, it definitely helped me out a lot. That's great. That's awesome. I, that's amazing. It just sounds like you really worked hard in the off season and things really paid off for you and uh, definitely helped out with like recruitment and everything like that for your, yourself. Now with the shortened season, I have two questions with this one. Is it, how many games was it? And then was there a, another, was there a favorite game in that short and regular season? Uh, we had 15 games. Uh, we were supposed to play 16. Uh, so we only missed one due to COVID. I missed uh, two because I had uh, my brother, little brother got COVID. So I missed a couple games. Uh, but other than that, uh, we played about 15 games, uh, including the playoff game. But probably my favorite game uh, would be a game we I eventually lose. Uh, we were playing a team called Holly. Uh, it was a back and forth game. It was their senior night, last game of the year before playoffs. Uh, just played amazing and eventually uh, hit a game tire to send it into overtime, then hit two threes to try and keep us in the game. Uh, but we eventually lost. That probably my favorite game. It was the first time I really hit a game tire, game winner type thing. So that's that's gotta be a lot of fun. Like that excitement of hitting that game tire and like, yeah, it was, and then trying to keep your team in the game and over like, you know, hitting a couple of big threes and stuff like that. I mean, what's the excitement of just hitting that game, like tire, like how pumped were you guys? Uh, I would I mean, we weren't really pumped cause they still had an opportunity to go score, but I was pumped cause uh, it was just, just first time I ever did something like that. And last game of the year, you know, struggling season this year. Uh, but to be able to pick it up the last couple of games and almost win our last game before playoffs uh, to a very good Holly team uh, was definitely exciting to uh, be able to play. So I just I was I was hype inside, but like knew I knew we had to get a defense stop real quick. So yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. That's that's great. Uh, it's exciting when you hit a shot like that, and it just kind of sets change, like gives you a little more energy. I feel like it gives you another boost of energy to keep you know, want to keep playing harder and like finish out the game. Uh, what was the playoffs like? How'd you guys fare in the playoffs this year? Uh, we lost, uh, we lost first round by five, uh, but it was, it was at a, a very cool gym, very uh, cool gym at Renaissance, uh, like almost a college type field gym, but uh, just, it was, it was interesting. Uh, you know, not as many fans, you know, just parents and stuff. Uh, but it was interesting on how we played because we played very good that game. Uh, got some key players back that we didn't have for the majority of the season. Uh, but it's, uh, it is what it is. Uh, nothing you can really do about it. Shots weren't falling, honestly. Uh, that's pretty much, and we only lost by five. So nothing you can really do about it. But some days you're on, some days you're off. Yes. Can't control the situation at hand, unfortunately. If you're off, you can't control that. Um, and, you know, what was it like just the, you know, end the high school career with, unfortunately, the loss, but, like, what runs through your mind? What's what's the next thing that's, like, big for you? Uh, just getting ready for college. Uh, not really mentally, but physically, because uh, I feel like my IQ, I've been told my IQ is, uh, basketball IQ is higher than most. Uh, just I'm always thinking to play ahead. So for me, it was getting physically ready, uh, getting skill wise ready too. So just constantly working out, uh, staying conditioned too. Those are kind of my big things. Uh, 
but just getting those those are really what I really focused on after high school uh, and obviously finishing out senior year get getting the good grades graduating uh, but that's what I really really uh, wanted to focus on was my skill that's yeah that's great and congratulations on your commitment to play at Finlandia that's uh hopefully I said that right uh Finlandia University uh that's amazing and for being a late bloomer and to see how far you've strived from you know starting basketball five years ago when you're 13 to now you're 18 playing college basketball that's a that's a great accomplishment man it says a lot about yourself Charlie of how hard you worked and how far you've uh you come in this life and uh you know basketball it's you still haven't hit the peak you still haven't hit your ceiling so there's more more to come i feel like yeah for sure more to come especially the more i work out and the more i uh, get my skill to where it needs to be definitely be able to hit my ceiling sometime soon yeah yeah definitely well hopefully as soon as like a little further down the road maybe when you're in the nba when you're like you know 33 or something like that yeah. you know that's when you hit your ceiling but that's awesome, man. I, it's awesome to hear your story and the hard work and the dedication you put into it. Uh, what are you going to major in in college? What are we looking forward to majoring in? Uh, so I'm going to major in sports management because uh, uh, Finlandia is one of the many school or one of the few schools that actually has sports management as a major, not a minor. So definitely uh, going to the business side of the sports world. Nice. That's awesome. That's great. What would you want to do with sports management? What would you want? What's your like? Uh, what would well, be your goal? The ideal goal is uh to become the general manager of the Pistons because I'm I'm not a big fan of their draft picks, uh but uh, uh if after basketball I'd be some type of recruiter or even a coach, uh because I'm right now I'm helping my former AAU coach coach his AAU team in the summer, uh so definitely some type of coaching at the professional level for sure or even college. Nice. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, flip, we got to flip the Detroit Pistons because they've been, uh, they've been on a struggle bus for a little while there. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you thought on the Pistons? You have a favorite player on the Pistons as well, too? On the Pistons right now? Uh, not really. <laughs> Hopefully next year we draft Jalen Suggs or we're projected to draft Jalen Suggs. So hopefully we actually get to draft someone along that line of uh, top players in the draft uh, and hopefully they'll become my favorite players, but uh, not, not currently, not, not really. Current. It was yeah. Blake Griffin. Yeah. Blake, Blake was good. And then they, unfortunately they, he go, they didn't keep him, and he ended up going to the, the Nets and now the Nets are stacked. What are your thoughts on the NBA playoffs now of everything that's going on? I don't really understand the playing game type thing. <laughs> Uh, but there is a great game playing game uh, tonight. Steph versus LeBron. Uh, oh, it's tomorrow. But, it's tomorrow night. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah. I learned that too. I thought it was tonight too. I was all high, I was all excited, and my friend who's a Lakers yeah. fan corrected me. <laughs> yeah, no, they're all here. Everything's posting is like saying tonight. I'm like, ah, oh, but tomorrow night, LeBron versus Steph, uh, definitely going to be a great playing game. But I just I'm not a big fan of the NBA right now, just because. I think it I think it's soft yeah uh, a little soft but I like it like back when uh the bad boys or Michael Jordan played that was probably my favorite era or even the 2000s uh but I, I mean I enjoy watching the games you know but not really a big fan of it yeah are you more you watch more college games than you watch the NBA yeah, yeah. I just feel like the I just feel like the intensity is more more there in a college game than an NBA game 
I feel like a lot of NBA teams are getting blown out and they're professionals. Don't really see the the need in that. Yeah, yeah, I know. I fully agree with you. I'm right there with you on that one. I'm a big uh, I'm a big college basketball fan than before. I watch more college basketball than I watch NBA. I'll pay attention more to the NBA when it comes uh, playoff times, but um, yeah, it's a little more intense. Uh, are you a Lions fan? Yes. All right. All right. <laughs> what do you think? You got Goff and you got Coach Campbell. Uh, I mean, I'd rather have St- uh, Stafford, but I. Uh, I appreciate the Lions for getting rid of Stafford to go chase a ring because he probably would have never got one of Detroit. I re- totally respect that. Uh, definitely we keeping tabs on him at, in L.A. Uh, but Goff, eh, uh, he'll 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 do okay. I just hope our line our line will be better, be better to protect him than I think L.A. I haven't really heard a lot about Ellie's offensive line, but hopefully, you know, we stir up some magic in the NFC North, uh, you know, put a little couple upsets. We'll see, though. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It's uh, – I hate to say it, it's tough to be a Detroit fan, sports fan for a couple of the sports yeah. that, for you guys. That's tough. It's all the sports now. We're, we're just at that time where all the sports aren't at the best. But yeah. – it's got to turn around eventually. It's got to. <laughs> yeah, got it has to. to. There has to be some kind of turnaround. Um, I also, Charlie, I want to ask you some other fun questions because it usually talk about stuff outside of your playing career and everything like that. But do you have any pregame rituals or superstitions? Uh, I have a pregame ritual. Uh, I get uh, the same order from Tropical Smoothie Cafe before every game. Uh just feel like that's very important. I don't know why. Started started junior year because uh, I was hungry one time and I ended up playing good. So I was like, I'm going to keep rolling with it. What's, so, what's uh, the order? I uh, get a chicken bacon ranch, a uh, flatbread with uh, the jalapeno chips and a sunrise sunset. Wow, that sounds good. I don't. I never had tropical smoothie, but it sounds really good. Yeah, I t- I would recommend it, but that's just me speaking because I have a little bit of sweet tooth here. So. Yeah. But that's probably that's like my one like ritual or superstition. Uh, definitely gotta have I gotta have the certain socks too. I gotta have my uh I gotta gotta have all the matching same color. Like for wearing white, it's gotta be white. For wearing black, you gotta be black. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's that's really cool. Those are some good ones. I mean, I definitely understand the one if you have like a good meal and you just. It keeps you. You had a good game from after you eat that meal. I would stick with that meal the whole the whole yeah. way, all the way. Um, do you have a favorite music and favorite artist? Uh, I really, I listen to lap or a rap. Uh, but probably my like, uh, my go to uh, like song or artist before a game is probably like NBA Young Boy. Uh, not a lot of people like like him. I think he I think his music gets the blood flowing. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like some people listen like to rock because it's like gets the blood flowing. I think NBA Young Boy is that person in rap who gets your blood flowing before a game. So so there's a lot of kids that came on here that mentioned NBA Young Boy or someone that they're big fans of before a game to listen to. So that's definitely a, it's a good choice. I've heard that's a good I heard, I've always told don't listen to X. Because you end up in your feelings or something like that. That's what yeah, but hey, some basketball players claim they play better or they work out better when they're listening to in your feelings music. So yeah, 
But I, I personally wouldn't re- listen to X because I'm trying to get my adrenaline going, not going down, <laughs> going up. That'd be sad though, during the game, for sure. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite food? No, probably sushi. Definitely sushi. Oh, good choice. What's the, uh, what's the, what's the order in sushi? Uh, my, my go-to order is a spicy California roll. Uh, but I pretty much any eat any type of sushi. Uh, nice. so, but typically, typically my mom orders it, but I eat any type of sushi, but my go-to is definitely a spicy California roll. That's a good choice. It's a really good choice. And then, uh, last question I have for you, what's your favorite thing to just do outside of basketball and sports in general? Sleep. Sleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, I play a little bit, I play video games a little bit. But I mean, I don't really do anything outside of basketball. Probably watch TV. Yeah. But sleep, sleep, TV, sleep, and TV are the two main things. Uh, love sleeping. I take naps all the time. Hey, there's nothing wrong with now. <laughs> I I'm right there with you. I take a bunch of naps right there too. What's the What's the TV shows that you're watching? Anything good? Uh, nah, I'm not really watching any right now. Uh, yeah. just kind of watching YouTube YouTubers. Uh, but I'm waiting for All American uh, to get for season three to get on Netflix to watch that because uh, I was I wanted to watch it like on live television, but I had practice and I missed the first episode and I was like I'm not going to ruin this for me, so I'm going to wait until it comes out on Netflix. Yeah, it's a fun idea. Did you watch Last Chance You by any chance? I did. What did you think about that? Uh. It was interesting because uh, it's always interesting on where where the JUCO is because I know California is crazy because they don't offer housing, uh, but just think it's cool to see some uh, some uh, like former bounce back players get that second opportunity. Yeah. So yeah, it was really 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 good. Um, that's all the questions I have for you, Charlie. Do you have any questions, comments, statements before we sign off? Uh, no, not really. Just want to thank you for having me on. Yeah, of course. Anytime, man. Once a guest, you're always a guest. Uh, anytime you want to come back on, even we could talk some uh, Pistons draft or we could talk some, uh, you know, Lions football, whatever you want to do, whenever you want to come back on, you're always welcome back on the show. Uh, it was great having you, man. And congratulations on your commitment to playing at Finlandia University. That's, that's awesome for you. And uh, keep doing what you're doing. Keep working hard because great things are just coming down the line for you as well, too. Thank you. Thank you. Definitely uh, after the NBA draft, I'll ask to come back on and talk some Pistons talk. Yeah, yeah. I need a, we need a Pistons guy. We need someone to talk Pistons. Everyone's, we're all Celtics out here. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll talk about any team, uh, but definitely talk about the Pistons when they draft someone. Hopefully, hopefully it's someone good. But if they, if, if they tend to draft how they draft, they'll eventually draft the bust because hopefully they'll get top three. Who, uh, we'll see. Who they draft this past year? Uh, Killian Hayes. They, they love their foreigners. Yeah. Because last year we uh, drafted uh, Sadiku Dombu Bay or something like that. Or two years ago we drafted him. Yeah. Definitely love our foreigners. Wow. All right. Well, that's interesting. We'll see what happens this year for you guys. Hope you guys get sucks like you've been wanting. So uh, we'll, see what, we'll see what happens with that. But, Charlie, this has been a lot of fun. I can't thank you enough for being on the show. All right, thank you. No problem. All right, that was my interview with Charlie. I hope you guys enjoyed that one on.
Friday. We are bringing it back to Rhode Island. We have a great interview for you guys with Talia Shepard. Great interview with Talia. She's a great uh, young woman with, you know, who played her high school basketball up in Massachusetts. Now she's coming to St. Andrews here, and we're very excited to have her here in Rhode Island and what she's going to do for St. Andrews. So just, just great, great stuff overall. So be on the lookout for that episode on Friday. And on Sunday, we'll do another great episode for you guys with professional NBA coach, Coach Tom Newell, will be joining us. Great interview with Coach Newell. A lot of less basketball talk, but more about life. And, you know, just a great interview with him. He's, he's done a lot in his life, and he's just a great human being and what he's doing for the children out in Washington, Seattle, Washington. So very excited to share that episode with you guys. So be on the lookout for that episode on either Sunday or Monday. I haven't quite decided yet, but I hope you guys enjoy your rest of your Wednesday and we and Thursday, and we'll see you back here on Friday.